Welcome back to the Chirpin' Yodis podcast. We're doing another fireside. Just me and uh, Static Granny going to go ahead and just uh, kind of put our thoughts out there, the recent Coyotes news and all that good stuff. But uh, before we get started, Granny, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Just uh, changed things up at work recently and adjusting to that. But aside from that, doing pretty well. You know, I got to say, this is the first podcast I'm recording from living in Arizona. You know, I moved uh, last week, so we kind of we had some plans, but unfortunately, I had to dash that due to moving two states. But I'm glad to be back in the Grand Canyon state. I'm much happier for sure. Uh, the traffic I did get introduced to a pretty good amount of that on the 60 uh, this week, going to my new job. But other than that, doing pretty good. Really happy to be back out here. So looking forward to the season too. Getting actually to go those Tempe games be pretty fun. So definitely gonna oh, check on those out. You got to take some videos and post it to Twitter so we can see. For sure. I'll FaceTime when I'm in the arena. I got you. Sounds good. Oh, man, it's it's been a crazy week. We wake up to some uh, news on the athletic, which we'll only touch briefly because it's really not, I wouldn't say not our place, but I think that Craig Morgan is it's, pretty much nailed on the head. Um, well, again. I would, the, way I, the way I look at it is it's, it's a non-story that is trying to be made into a story. And what we're going to do, we'll touch on it briefly. We'll tell you to go follow Craig Morgan. But we're going to treat it like the non-story it is. So that's that's what I'm doing, at least. It's Like I said on, before we got on the air, you know, I think it's more of a shame of just... I think they should have done more of their research before just kind of putting that skating. I get, you know, if we mess up, we mess up, you know, obviously that needs to be aired out there, but this was such a non-story, it's just skating story to really take what little wind we have, you know, in our sails. And I get, we're punching bag, but I mean, come on. Cap's dude does. Exactly. But seriously, if you don't follow Craig Morgan and listen to us, go follow him. He is at Craig S. Morgan. Just, Follow him. You'll do yourself loads of good. But again, I can't imagine that there is a single person we are talking to that doesn't follow him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'd imagine maybe one or two, but that'd be it. Yeah, it's definitely a rare case, at least in our follow. Oh, and so not a sponsor, but also sign up for PHNX. Oh, absolutely. They, uh, especially PHNX Coyotes, they do phenomenal work there. So they do. Yeah, they do. I like the team they set up too, you know, and I know that some of their PHNX ones, some people had some gripes, you know, I obviously won't name names or anything like that, but I'm glad the PHNX Coyotes just nailed it. I really think they did. They got a really good cast that balances out well. If you're looking for a reason to purchase, you can get a year subscription and two shirts if you're a new customer and they have some pretty kick-ass shirts. Yeah, that Point God Um, one's pretty good. The obviously PHNX Coyotes. I want the Josh Stone one. I haven't bought it yet, but I oh yeah, there. that's right. He's their um their image and likeness uh like contract D, right? Something like that. Yes, they are. Or yes, he is. What a good idea. Yeah. That's smart on PHNX. I gotta say, I mean, I know this whole thing is a good idea, but I mean, adding him, the probably gonna hopefully knock on wood, be a new face of the Coyotes in a couple of years. It was smart. You get ahead of it. I mean, that's smart. Really smart. Yeah, it's just. Again, follow Craig Morgan. Follow PH and X Coyotes. And just, they're the only ones that have had this story. 
that, that's all. And that's all yeah. I'm going to say. So, um, that's unless you too. have remarks, we can move to the next topic, Tyler, which I believe is the playoffs, right? Uh, I think we're going to go with uh, draft lottery real quick. Oh, all right. Let's we go lottery. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, I think we fell a spot. We were two second worst, two with worst. Jeez, I need to work my English. Second worst, and we fell down to the third spot, which I know some people were very, very distraught about. But uh, I think it was you in the group chat. We're saying we got a pretty good chance for Cooley because of what uh, the Devils don't need a person like that, right? Have that right? Yeah. So on our Twitter spaces we held, there was a lot of despair that the Devils jumped us. Why did it have to be the Devils? They've had so much luck. Um, and I understand that in when it's going on, when it's live, and I think as the motions cooled down, so did everyone else, but they were the best possible team that could have possibly jumped us. They were the only team that it wasn't a lock for them to go coolly. Now, if they still do go coolly, we'll get a great player with Yurash Slavkovsky or Simon Nimich or David Yurachek or even other ones that are in this draft, although I can't imagine it's not one of those five names. Um, we just were in a good spot where we're at. We have at least a 50% chance at Cooley, I think, and I think it might even be higher. Who is who we probably go at two. You, you can't really ask for more. Um, yeah. It's a bummer we didn't win, but on the other hand, man, I'm really excited for Cooley. I know Shane Wright is the hot topic. I know he's the number one guy. I know he's who everyone wants in this draft. I just, I have a feeling when we look back at this draft in five years, when we look back at this draft in 10 years, we're going to sit here and go that he he's, he'll be a good NHL player. But was he the best from this draft class? Yeah. Plus, he's going to Montreal. Good luck. Um. Yeah, I just I'm excited for the draft. We are hoping to have a couple, but uh, in the long run, I just think we're going to be really good picking that three. I think I so. We're, I think we're set. And let's be real. Next year is when we need the lottery luck. We want Bedard. Um, suck hard for Bedard, right? Isn't that the one we're saying now? Yep, suck hard for Bedard. So, and all in all, I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited for the offseason. I'm excited to see what the NBA does with the roster for next season and with the draft picks we have going into this year. Um, there's a lot. This The Coyotes should be one of the number one stories in a good way of the offseason because we're going to be incredibly it's, active. I'm looking forward to it. Sad to see Kessel go, but I'm definitely excited for this offseason and the emergency podcast we're making. I have a set schedule, so that's always nice. I'm glad that I'll have a set schedule for my new job, so pumping an episode should be a consistent thing, knock on wood. Which which will be nice because we kind of got away from that over the last couple months, and yeah. it'll be nice to get back into the consistent podcast consistently with all four of us as often yes. as possible. Um, just stuff like that. It, it is coming back. It will come back. Yep. And, so to work a few things out, but we're getting back on the horse. So, Yep. 
took me home moving two states away, but we're doing it. So sometimes drastic measures are required. But so then, I guess we want to talk playoffs, right? Is it the next? Yeah. So I kind of just wanted to gripe about this playoff format. Well, let's hear it. So you have the way that this is where it's split into divisions and the divisions have to play each other for the whole playoffs is just dumb. What you had was you had the third best team in the Western Conference play the fourth best team in the Western Conference in the Minnesota Wild versus St. Louis Blues. So you had these two great teams go at each other round one in what was a really good series where one of them had to lose, and then you had two mediocre teams going at each other with the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings, where one of those teams had to win. In, in a normal year, if they hadn't made these changes, you would have had Minnesota Wild versus Los Angeles Kings, St. Louis Blues versus um, versus uh, Edmonton Oilers. And it would have been as good of a playoff series as Minnesota Wild versus Blues. But the balance. But the balance would be there. And you'd be having a better round, too. Because, and this is only game one, and this is only half of game one. But the Hickinson Oilers are getting outshot 28 to 5 right now. Or, I'm sorry, 25 to 8 right now. Outshot. 25 minutes into this game, 25 to 8. It is 4 1. This game hasn't looked close from the draw. It's, it looks like Calgary's going to sweep. It looks as dominating as um, Colorado dominated Nashville last series. And then in the East, and it led to an incredible series where. Toronto and Tampa faced off each other and they just went at it. Yeah. But it it also just it meant one of those teams had to bow out in the first round when again it was just like in the West, it was the third and fifth best teams in the conference playing each other. It's just these these should have been second round matchups where you have this, this great, intense second round. And is anybody really excited for Carolina New York Rangers unless you're a fan of one of those two teams? Because like the Canes, though. So I guess a little bit excited, <laughs> but I mean, not really. Yeah. I did, Toronto? I don't know. Um, but that didn't. This might just be old man yelling at clouds. A hundred percent. I will admit that. Half the podcast. Oh man, it just it hurt bad to see the Maple Leafs, who looked like maybe the third best team in the East during that playoff run. That playoff. Yeah, those are good games. I don't know if there was another team in the East that could have beat the Leafs outside of Tampa the way they played. They played incredible. Yeah. No, they really did. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I was just No, no, you're good. 
Um, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> we need to get our video uh, set up for sure. Um, I was going to say, I mean, I, I hate the least the Burning Passion. That's no secret, obviously, being a part-time Red Wings fan especially. But, I mean, watching them play was a lot of fun, though, for sure. I mean, it was a definitely the this, this series to watch, I think. And it was a lot of fun watching. It's a shame that they didn't make the second round. I can't believe I'm saying that. It is. They should have made. They should have made the second round, and they sucks today because we all want the mean to continue. I did, but, but I don't know. I kind of wanted to see Tampa get ousted by them too, because the memes would also be pretty funny for that. I know it right now. So really, but in right now though. I think everyone's worst fear going into this playoffs looks like it could be inching closer and closer to the reality of a three-peat. The first one. Would, do we count the first one, the Mickey Mouse ring they got? Yes, we do. Unfortunately. People underestimate. People love to say that that stuff wasn't real and that stuff wasn't hard, but given what was going on at the time, every every year the playoffs have something happened that people say, oh, well, this illegitimizes this championship. This is their team, obviously. Yeah, whether it's injuries, whether it's the bubble, whatever it is. But the fact is, every championship has its challenges, and every championship has its, uh, well, easier ways of getting it compared to other years. Every single one throughout history has has the bumps in, in the road like that. I will say, though. You can you can say it's a Mickey Mouse championship all you want, but in that year, there was, what, 24 teams with a shot to win it. That's true. 24 yeah. teams made the playoffs that year. Even all us. Of them got into the cup. It's That's only true. a Mickey Mouse championship if they were the only team that could possibly win it. With all that logic, though, and you're 100% correct, 100% valid, I will say that. That being said, the Lakers is definitely a Mickey Mouse ring that year. I don't care. You can't change my mind. It's a Mickey Mouse ring to me, baby. And I ain't changing my mind on that stance. It's as, as correct as you are with the lightning thing, I'll give it to you. 100%. The Lakers I, ring is a Mickey Mouse ring. I know better I don't than care. try to talk to Suns fan into anything yeah. Lakers, so I'm not even going down that no, road. No way. That's a Mickey Mouse ring in my book, and I'll never let LeBron live it down. Doesn't count. That one's the only one that doesn't count. Everything else, binding, valid. I'll give him shit for it, but it's valid. Oh yeah, Lakers, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying don't meme them. Meme them all you want. Just don't let the memes outweigh the actual discourse. Outweigh the actual discussion. Right, that's, that's the least. Definitely got to give Leafs the tip of the cap this year. I mean, that was a hell of a playoff series. Seriously, I mean, I should have been like you said. I mean, a second rounder or even like a Western Conference or Eastern Conference final. I mean, that was fantastic showing of both those teams playing their absolute hearts out. It was. It was great. Fantastic. And the way the East looks right now, I'm really wondering if that was was going to be the best series in it. Um, Probably. Florida's got to wake up. They looked. Yeah. They just looked dominated. Um, Tampa, about halfway through the second period, Tampa just put your foot on the gas. And yep. Florida had no answer. Oh, here's hoping. I, Florida is still my favorite. I want Florida to win because I want Joe Thornton to win. 
I also want this is I like when the Sun Belt small market teams that struggle winning too because it's just like a it's kind of like a kindred spirit kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um. I just these playoffs have been fun so far. I will say that we've had some oh, incredible playoff hockey. Is always good though. We've had more game sevens than we've ever had in the first round before, and a lot of that was due to a way more balanced round one. But again, at the same time, you're supposed to get your seeding based on how well you do in the regular season, not because yeah. your division was better or worse than others. Maybe the NHL will oh. try something dumb like that, though. I mean, they, they created the best all-star game format and then ruined it, so I mean, such an NHL Dude, thing to do at this point. They created the best all-star game format and then ruined it. They created they really the best playoff and are on the verge of losing, ruining it. They've ruined so much, really. It's kind of almost funny how capable yeah. they are of ruining something right. Well, see, they're kind of in a, in a bit of a dire straits, too. I, don't, I think I, we might have mentioned this in the podcast. I don't know. We might not have. But soccer just took over hockey as the fourth most watched sport in North America. So they definitely got a. This is the NHL's time. You know, the ESPN Plus deal's got to be helping, but this is the time to start doing the really creative and good stuff again. I mean. The TNT deal is incredible. That's helped them monumentally. I think I saw that the first round was. It was either the most watched first round in history. I'm pretty sure I saw that it was the most watched playoff round in history, including wow, Stanley Cup Finals. That's cool. I might Hopefully be mistaken on that. I didn't have that in my notes, so I'm not 100% on that. So if I'm wrong, please don't come at me. But yeah. it's yeah. one of those two. Oh, the Nielsen ratings in front of me, but I'll believe you on that. That is a good program. They did a good job with that. So hopefully, I mean, I don't know, hopefully they can fix this playoff format and go back to the good all-star games and we'll start caring about those again. That'd be nice. It will. Um, this whole this whole playoffs has been fun, though. I mean, and that's just that hockey is great, especially in the playoffs. And we want... Oh, yeah. oh, this is just painful. I'm sorry. I'm trying <laughs> to watch this game at the same time, and it is 6-2. It's just... This it's everything I want to say. I called at the start of round two that we were going to have some mediocre, at least one really mediocre matchup, and I still think Kane's Rangers might be able to get there. Oh yeah, I see. It. But at least that yeah, was a good five to one two. for them. This series just looks done. This series looks cooked. And they tried to sell it so hard, the Battle of Alberta. I'm like, I don't know, bro. I mean, I don't think it's been much of a battle, to be honest. My Stanley Cup pick versus a team that is only in the second round because they played the LA Kings. Yeah. But yet, the Minnesota Wild, who had a great series against the Blues, are out. Yep. How much better would this be right now if this was the Wild and the Flames battling it out? Oh, that'd be a hell of a series. Oh, it would. But, again, I digress. Uh, it's just 
I'm not a fan of this playoff format. I've been yeah, pretty vocal yeah. about that. And I don't, um, I don't know why think, you touch it. I don't know why. Like who? Like I, I'm trying to think of like you know, put yourself in some executive shoes. Why would you want? I get you want like your rivalries. I get. I think they really like the whole rivalry idea. But it's like I'd rather just like you said have the matchups that we need rather than playing people in your division. I, I've seen I've seen the Flames and Oilers play season long. You know what I mean? If they're going to earn it, I'd rather, I'd rather see them in the Western Conference Final where it should be entertaining rather than a force spoon-fed battle of Alberta. At least I think so. It's... I think this matchup is exactly why they made it. Because the battle of Alberta has been so fun in the past. The but past. Calgary is just so far and away above where the Oilers are right now. Yeah. And this is not on Connor McDavid, and I already know those comments are coming. He's but one man. He can't run a hockey team being one man. Exactly. They've done such a poor job of building around him, man. It's I think it'd be easy. I mean, you have a generational talent. True. We call him McJesus for crying out loud. I mean, how hard? It can't be that hard. Kids do NHL games all the time. It, it's not just McJesus. They have another top ten player. Probably top five players. I'd say top five. Dreisaitl? I'd say they're both top five, to be honest. I think that's a discussion for another day because I have a different top five. My top okay. five is pretty set, but that's a podcast. Yeah, that's a podcast for another day, ranking uh, top 10, 15, 20 players in the NHL. Get Devin on that That'd one. That would be fun. We go and have, maybe at Fireside, you, me, and him, I think, and maybe Haynes, the four of us do like a Fireside or a pod or something again. Yeah, something like that where we just talk about favorite players in the NHL and best players in the NHL. Everyone's list will be different, and I'm excited for that. There, you're getting a live podcast idea for the future. Yeah, he's witnessed the uh, what goes on behind the scenes off the air in the Trip and Yotes podcast. I say Yotes sometimes, too. Look at me. I'm a, a character development is all over the place since I moved out here. Yeah. I noticed that when you came in, I don't think you mispronounced it. That's I said Yotes when I started the podcast, but when I was talking to you off the air, I said Yotes. Okay, so, so that's what it was. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm still Dr. Jekyll well, and Hyde. At this point, I know you say Yotes just to bug me. No, that We've was, I, I think it's muscle time. memory to, you know, when I do, I, I get kind of like in that, the flow and nervousness of trying to make sure I don't say something stupid, which I end up doing anyway. So Yotes is still my muscle memory to say it, but I have been saying Yotes more, and I keep catching myself being like, why am I saying Yotes? I don't ever say Yotes. But this is happening. It's the right way to say it? No, it's not. I disagree. You say Coyotes, not Coyotes. I mean, some people do say Coyotes, but you don't say Coyotes. You say Coyotes. Arizona Coyotes. Phoenix Coyotes. PHNX Coyotes. So Yotes would be the short end of Coyotes. If you saw the word Y-O-T-E-S, how would you naturally pronounce it? But there's like context to the Yotes. How would you, know you naturally pronounce that? I can't really say because I've only seen it knowing how I say coyotes, so I really couldn't give you a fair answer to that. You know what okay. I mean? Like T-O-T-E-S, how do you pronounce that? What is it? C-O-T-E-S. C-O-T-E-S? C-O-T-E-S. Tots? Totes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, totes. Yeah. Just saying. 
pronounce it right. We've had two polls. Like, I am not scared to throw up another one. You know what? I think we need to do is get. I have a German friend. I can ask him how he pronounced it because he wouldn't know the context of the word. I can ask him what he would say because he's just not an English a native English speaker. Maybe that's what we need is someone that doesn't know what a coyote so is. If you're going to go to a non-English or non-native English speaker, yes, I will. I'll message Lucas right now, live on air, and say, "Hey, how do you pronounce this word? Send me a voice recording." <laughs> I can't. What? Use your resources. So choose someone that's I don't know. Well, uh, who else? What doesn't know? Like, everyone knows person. what the what coyotes has pronounced. You know, I know, but so, how many people? How many people know how yotes is pronounced? I'm about to go Billy on the street and just start asking, me, "Miss, for a dollar, how do you say this word?" <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that just for you in the streets of Phoenix. Now that I'm here at home, I can go to Phoenix and <laughs> ask a crackhead or something, "Miss, for a dollar." Well, but Phoenix has the Phoenix has the uh, coyotes. They have the um, they have that. Oh, wait, that's right. The polls have all come out in my favor anyways. Oh, come on, your favor. We've ran two Twitter polls. That Twitter's not reflective pretty... of society, though. Twitter's, you know, just a small, small sample of all of humanity. Small, small sample of all of humanity. Yet a pretty good sample of Coyote's fan base. You could have paid them off. I don't know. I didn't run the poll. <laughs> two polls. Both landslide victories. I mean, look, I did pretty good in spelling bees. That's all I want to say. Ask Miss Cephalou, second grade, Desert Cove. You can ask her. This isn't spelling, man. This is English. We are way off topic. We need to get back on track. Is there a topic to fireside chats? I don't think so. I think we just sit here and we talk about whatever it is with a couple of beers. This is what fireside chats are. This is the uh, segment. I get to shit post freely. You can't. I'm unrained when it comes to fireside chats. I have that no reins. That is the scariest, scariest thing you've ever said. You want to talk about tanking ratings? Here it is right here, folks. <gasps> oh, man. I definitely miss being in the studio. It's been a crazy move. I mean, the fact that I was able to, what, I, I live in Texas last week. Now I'm in Arizona for almost a week now. This I'm pretty impressed. Together. This came yeah. together within the space of, what, a month and a half? So I, uh, they said... Let's see, I applied for the job, got the second interview, and then I was supposed to find out last Friday if I had it, but they didn't let me know. So I kind of sat on it for a weekend being like, oh, not really a good sign, I'm not sure. And Monday they call me, and I'm, they're like, oh, hey, start date's May 16th. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a week. <laughs> that's a week to pack up what I own, put it into a Hyundai Elantra, and drive two states. So... But I pulled it off. I mean, there's still some stuff out there. I'll have to make a second trip, uh, probably in a couple of weeks. Uh, but other than that, I mean, pretty uh, pretty bang up job. Getting out here, got most of my stuff, stuff that matters for the most part. And even before that, it's not like, like I said, it's not like this is something where you thought about. I mean, you've thought you entertained the idea of moving back a lot, but this all came together quickly, and then action was done. Yeah, I didn't have at least the time. I was crashing at my sister's place, just kind of in between. I mean, a buddy out there was supposed to get an apartment for, you know, which would have been a year. And then actually it was Chase. I, mean, I know you know the story, but for the, those listening, uh, Chase found this job. And I was like, hey, apply, apply. And I was really, I didn't think I was going to get it. 
to be honest. I thought I would acquire a bit more, but I have more experience in the field, I guess, than I thought. And now I got it, and it was my third day today in training still, but really, uh, really good time. Good time. I'm enjoying it out here. It's nice. It's, uh, it hasn't really set in, you know, being living in Texas for so long that I live in Arizona. You know, I know I, I changed my front plate. I have a little coyote thing. I bought it at uh, Ice Den when I saw Devin. Uh, he's been on the podcast once or twice. Uh, play hockey. Uh, then just, it's been nice, man. It's been real nice. If the sun's kind of blew it, that was, that kind of sucked, to be honest, to be here for that. But overall, not bad. Good move. Yeah, definitely. Um, was there, so, was there anything else Coyotes related we wanted to cover tonight, or? Let's see. Um, you know, I don't think so. I think, oh, you know, my cousin said something. I, I forgot to tell you this the other night. Supposedly, legend has it. He's heard this legend. He's not verified himself, but allegedly, Shane Doan plays in some elite hockey league over there in the Iceton and Scottsdale. That's what he said. I'd be shocked. I don't know. I think I'll just kind of sneak players, it over there. Players play all the time after they retire. I know, but um, there was a, a story weird picture recently, of having a life. There was a story recently up in Minnesota about a group of ex-wild and twin players that get together pretty frequently and hmm. play. So, that was Wait, a pretty hockey? cool story. If if I can find the link, I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, definitely. Just warning you, though, it's the site that shall not be named. Oh, gotcha. But it, it's a nice reminder that even with this going on, they still do good work, because this was a fantastic article. Yeah, I'm not actually mad at that facility. I'm just I'm, more like... I'm more just embarrassed. I would not want to be one... Like, I, I know... We're just kind of an in-your-garage style fan-made podcast, which is fine. That's exactly what I want to be. But at the same time, like I, I would be embarrassed if we made a major miss like that. And a lot of people, like if we we somehow no, blew we, up because of a loss, you know what I mean? We had one thing we were called out on. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. We corrected that next podcast, which as I'm saying this, I realize the podcast we corrected that on never aired. Oh, yeah, it didn't. Let me see if I get that file somewhere. You know, I'll have to put that one out. Um, it will air, actually, and just know if you're listening to this and you were the person that brought this to our attention, there was a statement issued to correct what we had previously stated. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it, uh, it's come, it will come out soon. That's it kind of got lost in the shuffle of Tyler moving and all of that. Yeah, craziness that that was. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... And we're not going to get anything right, you know, so it's good that we're able to rectify that, hopefully. But that's exactly it. We rectified it. We brought it forward, and we corrected ourselves on it. It's what you do. Do you think they will, though? Especially TSN. I mean, the TSN. No. I think they'll rectify I mean, they're just going to leave the it because it's Cowdies. If it was a Leafs, well, I mean, they would have done it. The problem you have is... Technically, nothing they said is actually false. Because if you read the way it's written, it's written in big, eye-catching ways, 
that makes you that naturally makes you think one way, but it's um it's misinformation one oh one. It's designed to make you think that way, but it's not actually spelling it out like that. There's nothing in it that's actually wrong. It's all just slanted to make you think an opinion that you wouldn't naturally think just reading the facts. So you can't call them out on it because it's full of hat, or they can't really re- issue something because it's full of past truths. It's just, it's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah, it's it definitely is stupid, and I really hate the way that it was written. It's I've ha- I have a lot of respect, or I had respect for that person, and it's gone. Oops, got my pen. Yeah, I mean, that's all I really got to say about it. Uh, I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't us getting flamed for it. I'm glad that we still have our you have uh, credibility. We got. We do have a listener question. Do we want to get to that on the next actual podcast, or do we want to get to it now? Let's throw it on here. Let's let's hit him with it. Yeah, let's do it now. If Simon Nemec is available at third overall, do the Coyotes draft him? And my answer to that is, on this comes from Five for Howling. So, thank you for writing in. We'll... uh, but my answer to that is, I think we go forward. I think it's pretty locked into forward. I think it's Logan Cooley or Uraj Slavkovsky, whoever falls. Personally, I actually like Nemich more than I like Slavkovsky. I'm a big Nemich fan, but mm-hmm. I just think I just think with his size and skill combination. He's going to be really hard for an actual DGM to pass up. Yeah. Um, I can sit here and say as much as I want, oh, I think Simon Nemich is going to be better than Yurash Slavkovsky because at the end of the day, if I'm wrong, who cares? If you got to factor in a lot when you're taking it. And there is a very good chance most people have Yurash Slavkovsky well above where they have Simon Nemec. Um, But at the end of the day, I don't think that matters. I think he goes to the Devils, and I think we get Logan Cooley. Yeah, I think we're probably going to go for the best center we can get, too. It's kind of what we need, I think, the most. Is that we build around corner piece, so... Definitely, we need a center. We need a first mid center. We haven't had that since Rubenick. And Cooley's a long time ago. And a cool last name, no pun intended. Cooley. Make some work with that. And he's going to be playing at the University of Minnesota. So he's not going to be. So I was actually about to ask you that. So, would you think he'd be in NHL year one? Kind of like, you know. Nope. um, Nope. Nope. Well, I think Shane Wright's the only person that will be in the NHL year one from this draft. Wow. When do you think uh, Spicy Dill's going to come up and play with us? I think if he had a great camp next year, but it would have to be an incredibly great camp. He'll be up. Otherwise, they'll leave him down. 
let him battle down there. Um, get all of it done. And not have to deal with the mess of this Coyotes roster next year. Yeah, I say let him mature as long as we need. I mean, we're not like we're going to start turning up or too high anyway, so. And that's just it. We don't need him next year. And if he comes and succeeds incredibly well, we don't want that just yet. That could... We need to accrue talent still. Even if we nail this draft, we're not ready to be a cup contender yet. We gotta keep getting it. And the draft after this is gonna be so good. We gotta get that high pick. We want Bedard. We want Fantilli. We want Mishkov. I guess one last controversial or I guess, I don't know if it's kind of, maybe better for a full pod, but I guess I'll just kind of ask it. Do you think we get a captain this year? No, it's way early. But do you think we get one? And who? That's incredibly tough. I'm going to say I don't think we get one if Chikrin starts the year on the team. Simply because of the way everything went down with with this, they wouldn't yeah. want the captain to have that in the room right out of the gate. Yeah. I think if Chipman gets traded, you have a high chance of seeing a captain, or they could just wait and see how the rebuild goes and give another year to Kraus Keller and the leadership group here to see how they respond to it. Who would you have the seat to if you had to pick one right now? Gun to your head. You had to pick a captain patch. Who would you give it to right now? Man, I really thought I was going to say Keller, but I'm going to say Kraus. Really? I was expecting Keller. That's what I'm picking. But I was expecting Keller, actually. But then I saw how long he paused, so I thought maybe it's going to be something different. But Kraus surprised me. Yeah, I think it would be Kraus. I just think the way really? he plays is what Andre Tournier likes. I think the um, his attitude, his vocalness in the locker room, all of that is exactly what you want. He's already taken on such a large leadership role. And you can't go wrong with either of those because both of those guys took the opportunity and seized it. Something that, well, Chikrin didn't do and everyone expected it this year. So, I don't think you can go wrong with either of those. There's also a chance that our current cap or our next captain isn't even on the team yet if we wait another year. So, we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah. I don't think we're in much position, but if I had to get one, I'd probably pick Keller, I think. Just I think he had such a breakout year and people starting really to turn around and like him. I think would be he'd be well, I don't know. He might still get backlash, but You don't necessarily need your captain to be your best player. True. That's true. In fact, sometimes it's better if he's 
In fact, sometimes it's better if he's the guy who just does everything. Shane Doe. Lawson Krauss. That's true. You know, actually, that's a very good point. Very, very good point. I think that's uh, anything else you want to add, Ben, before we close this fireside chat out? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. It was nice getting back in here. Hopefully getting back to a regular schedule, especially with these next six weeks when I have a very, very good schedule. So, Well, we may have spoke too soon. Hold on. Oh? 6-5. Six, 6-5? Five. Six five? Storming back. Whoa, let me see. Hold on. I just, I just closed my ESPN tab out, too. Holy hell, you're not kidding. That's going to be a good third period. Yeah, we all got to this. I'm probably going to have to turn that on the, the big screen in the living room. Yeah, got to turn the, uh, got to get the sound on. So, yeah, for uh, sure. Wow, okay. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for putting up with our rambling. These are lots of fun for us to yeah, do. Yeah, I enjoy them. We hope they're fun to listen to, but please give us feedback on it. Yeah, for um, sure. And thank you all. Let's go, yo. Let's watch some playoff hockey. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you hopefully maybe next week, week after with some kind of update. Until then, have a good night.